This is a dialogue about inequality, the issue of our time. A three-part series of dialogues facilitated by Dr. Jonna Montgomery, Professor of International Political Economy at King's College, London. The first dialogue unpacked understandings of inequality in income and wealth terms or economic inequalities. Further discussion elaborated on how these economic fault lines are formed through the weight of history, which continues to stratify society along intersecting axes of class, gender, and race. Here's Dr. Montgomery to lead us into the second dialogue. This second dialogue asks what is new about contemporary inequality, or rather, what has changed in the configuration of the economy itself to worsen inequality in the ways that we discussed in the first dialogue. To answer these questions shifts the discussion from the domestic national economy to global finance and interrogates the ways in which global financial markets connect to everyday life. How many of you have debt? I can't seem to get myself out of it. You can't possibly live a life in modern societies without some form of debt. I'm paying £400 a month and not actually getting anywhere. We're going to have greater inequality. The richer got richer and the poorer got poorer. You know? We're going to have greater racial disparity as well. The key element shaping inequality is not simply about the type of job or income level a person has, but rather whether one is able to buy assets that appreciate at a faster rate than both inflation, which means how much all prices go up, and wages, which means income from employment. It's also age, race, gender, and where you live. These are the key elements that configure intergroup inequality which means a basic framework for understanding whom in society has the ability to buy assets that appreciate faster than wages and inflation, and who does not. We are delighted to be joined by Professor Lisa Atkins and Martin Connings from the University of Sydney to kick off our dialogue by discussing their latest book. What we have tried to think about is debt in relation to assets. So most debt that people hold in households tends to be mortgage debt, and that's mortgage debt against an asset. So we've tried to actually produce a much more, if you like, relational account of debt that understands debt as actually being positioned on a balance sheet in a, in a Minskyan sense. So when we start to think about debt and risk in those ways, we come up with a different kind of understanding of who might be most at risk. Part of what we're arguing in the book is that lives are being lived in a speculative way and that this is not some sort of unproductive thing that we can think of as a an exception or a remainder or something that you know is not that we don't have to fit into our social models. So then the question really becomes whether you can speculate in a productive way, whether you can participate in asset inflation. I think I'm very much using Michelle Fayer's words here. Is the, the capital that you own, the human capital or the housing capital, or is that appreciating over time or is it depreciating over time? Insofar as so much of the asset economy has come to revolve around housing. Right now, I think that is the main axis of inclusion and exclusion. What we term asset-based lifetimes are emerging and have replaced to a certain extent the kind of classic lifetimes of Fordism and the kinds of transitions that one would make in one's lifetime. So that, for instance, with the asset economy, you know, you might 
remortgage your home when you're actually not working anymore, which wouldn't have been possible in the Fordist period. You might work way beyond retirement wage uh, age, sorry, and your adult children might move back into your home multiple times. So there's this very interesting non-linear biography that's very prevalent in the asset economy and which kind of relates strongly to the centrality of the politics of time. Connecting this to the wider dialogue of the asset economy means recognizing that debt is actually one of the most lucrative financial assets to own. Actually, having lots of debt to use as leverage can contribute to windfall wealth gains as well as losses. Debt is complicated. Let's bring in Dr. Joe Spooner from the London School of Economics, Faculty of Law, and affiliated with the International Inequalities Institute. My research is on the area of household debt, so I'm really um, focused on a number of aspects of that problem, but primarily on credit markets, okay? So when households are accessing credit, under what conditions are they doing so? And that's strongly influenced by the legal and regulatory ground rules of the marketplace. So I guess that's a particular fascination for me, is how our ground rules, the building blocks of our markets, can actually shape, influence, exacerbate inequalities. So I look at areas which perhaps might seem a little prosaic and maybe are taken for granted at times, things like contract law, um, financial regulation, bankruptcy law, but all of these are the building blocks of our markets and these allow inequality to develop in the marketplace. Our dialogue examined the terms on which people access assets and debts. Namely, how these mechanisms worsen inequality by widening the poles between groups within society. What becomes clear is that whether an asset or a debt, it is the deeper integration of finance into everyday life that shapes the fortunes and misfortunes of society. It all depends on where you're located along these fault lines of inequality. Our next episode transitions from establishing shared understandings of inequality to evaluating the ascent of finance in contemporary life, specifically the role that assets and debts play in shaping the contours of who's at risk of experiencing inequality. Inequality, the issue of our time, is a presentation of the Politics of Inequality Working Group at King's College, London, supported by the King's Together Fund and produced by Everything Podcast. Subscribe to Inequality, the issue of our time, wherever you find your favorite podcasts.